Hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. And everyone wanted to know which president was the true throat goat. And <laughs> okay, I do remember this. And they are all some sort of eldritch monsters of yore, right? <laughs> yes. She was also selling videos of her farting in the jar. I hate okay. this so much. I hate everything yeah. about this. Uh-huh, yeah. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. This is another special two-person show. Twofer! Just me and my other captain, Harlan Spinks. Hello! Um, I'm getting kind of sick of uh, not having Kyle's voice here. I'll be yeah. honest. It'd be nice to have a, a third opinion on some of this stuff. <laughs> I do. I do miss uh, the chaotic energy that he brings sometimes. I, I specifically miss. Um, you know, it's weird. We made a joke last week about um, how often he talks about supernatural, but I kind of miss it. I kind of yeah. want to learn more about the lore of supernatural. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm ready. I, my body is is finally accepted that it is just. It's going to be a part of the show somehow. So yeah, he did have a close call with the uh, supernatural knockoff uh, uh, mugs he was making because they yeah. did check his ID in Germany. Mm-hmm. He did get wanded uh, yeah. in Frankfurt, I believe. So he's he he got by just yeah, barely. Just barely. Just squeaking through here. Um, but yeah, this week we are going to do a fun little, like, uh, a little catch of the week episode like we've done before, which is fun. We have a bunch of uh, smaller topics that aren't large enough to uh, talk about all at once. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And then next week. Next week. Oh, hey, yeah. Let's, week? let's talk about next week because oh, we were so excited. We kind of jumped the gun, John mm-hmm. and I, yesterday because yeah. um, I put it in my calendar that Fat Bear Week starts yes. at the end of September and I got a little pop-up that said Fat Bear Week. It's coming, baby. It's coming. And I went immediately to the website while I was having my morning deuce and I was texting John like, it's here, it's happening. We need to do like an NFL draft pick sort of situation. We got to do it in the next couple of days. And then John was like, this I'll- list is really short. And I was yeah. like, oh, hang on. This is, what did I call it? The it was, jun- you junior the, division? Yeah, Fat, Fat Bear Junior. <laughs> Fat Bear Junior. Uh, so Fat Bear Junior happened today. I, I didn't check in on it, um, but I don't really care. That's like looking yeah, at that's, Little that's little a, League stats. Why yeah, do I care? League. Exactly. But for the pros. We want those big boys, dude. <laughs> so uh, Fat Bear Week starts next week. We will be able to do that with Kyle. Mm-hmm. And we are going to do an NFL draft uh, sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, do we, our, have, we have 12 big boys. We have 12. We have a, a full dozen. And then we each get four big boys uh, to go head to head. 
Yeah, so to whittle it down, we'll do it every week. I think next week we'll do like a the the full episode is probably going to be just about Fat Bear Week. Yeah, <laughs> and I then, feel like we can get pretty carried away. <laughs> and then, yeah, when it comes to big fat bears, we have opinions, guys. Try and contain us. Just try. <laughs> um, but I think what we'll do after that is just like do quick updates at the beginning of every show until Fat Bear Week concludes. So yeah. Stay tuned for that Little shit. Check-ins. Uh but John, do you want to start us off or should I go first? Uh I can I can give a go. So I I was just on a little vacation myself. Um mm-hmm. and I visited the East Coast. I went to New York and w- the hotel that we were staying in um wonderful. East Village, fantastic. Love Classy, Manhattan. upper crust. Oof, so good. Um <laughs> but we we're staying right across the street from Webster Hall. Okay, now what's that? And it is a, a legendary music venue. Got uh, it. Yeah, fantastic. And on the marquee was Shrek Rave, sold out. Oh, I think I saw a photo of this. <laughs> and it made me want to look into it. And it, I found an article that basically is saying this is a meme that has come to life. Uh, okay. Because it has taken shape in Reddit and in just general shit posts on Instagram. Um of people's unironic at this point love of Shrek. Yes, it's come uh, and, full circle. Yeah, so the the article that I found from Mashable is talking about how if Mark Zuckerberg is fighting to move the entire world online into the metaverse, then Cash, which is spelled K A 5 S H, is one okay. of the many forces battling to do the exact opposite, which is bringing a meme to life. I feel like there was a dip in Shrek memeage for mm-hmm. a little while and i don't know what's the traction like on this shrek rave situation massive okay good cool so massive. shrek is back in a big way <laughs> um they uh have sold out almost every rave that they've done so it started in new york and uh cash is a um new york instagrammer and that was like kind of the home turf show got uh, it but they've done it a number of times that was i think the second or third time that they've sold out webster hall it is it was in san francisco just recently and is now coming back in october so get your tickets everybody <laughs> um, all of the marketing is basically just like it's dumb just come and have fun like it it is very like oh my god dude. guys like just it's stupid can we just come and dance like don't um, ask questions just show up I'm sending an image in the chat just for me so I know to put it in the video of a, I don't know if it's necessarily a Yassified mm. uh, Shrek fella, um, yeah. but I just came across this bad boy. Um, I don't really know what's going on there. <laughs> um, yes. I was just, I wanted to see photos for like promo materials and if there were like inside photos of people just rolling dressed as shrek and what we did come across is so it's just a bunch of people dressed up in costume uh just dancing their faces off to the soundtrack uh (laughs) okay i was gonna say it better be fucking smash mouth yeah it's smash mouth it's you know all it's all the hits that you want from the movie and uh you can just live your best life uh, we did the next morning we walked out of the hotel and we we're gonna go for a little walk and saw a very rough looking donkey uh <laughs> on the steps outside because he was just 
kind of crumpled over and had a full foam 3D donkey hat still on. Oh, um, yeah. Street I mean, clothes, but just kept wearing the... I So I found some other photos from inside the club, and there... We all love Shrek. Shrek is love. We know that. But the Shrek prosthetics and Shrek costumes that people make are some of the most <laughs> horrifying things known to man. Oh, yeah. And so I just found this couple dressed as Shrek and Fiona. Oh, yeah. And that's old. I think that's old, though. That's like uh, The fucking terrifying. Shrek costumes are awful, dude. Um, do not Google the, the Shrek costumes. Cause I've seen much worse ones. Um, yeah. Oh my God. What's going on there? Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is an, an enormous, uh, just it's sweeping the nation, frankly, um, that what I'm looking at is like, God, probably 30 dates, uh, now, in, into December. I have a question. How Swamps they... Across America is the name of this tour, by the way. <laughs> Got it. Um, how? What's the situation with like licensing, like being able to use Shrek's name and likeness? Like, is that an issue for this? Do you think? Um, I think this is probably in one of those like ask for forgiveness rather than permission kind of situations. Yeah, um, that makes sense with like the rave community. You can play songs. You can, you know, you just do it. Also, how much does John Lasseter or whoever the fuck it was that wrote Shrek give a shit about people playing Shrek, the Shrek soundtrack? If anything, it is generating interest and rewatches and, you know, <laughs> I think if they're selling merch, that might be the, the where it crosses the line. Right. Well, if you alter it enough, like the the fella I sent you earlier, I think it falls under parody. So I think even then they're pretty <laughs> I mean, good. I, honestly, the whole thing probably falls under parody law. Uh, speaking of a uh, big, monstrous sort of uh, cartoonish characters. Oh, what a transition! Yeah, uh, I want to talk about a new mascot that has rocketed onto the scene. Uh, and the internet is just eating this boy up. Um, Spain has so, created... <laughs> I was going to say, somebody has dethroned Gritty? No, Gritty is king. Gritty okay. is... Yeah, Gritty is like the Shrek of mascots. <laughs> um, no one will dethrone that monster. In the future, in terms of Shrek. <laughs> or Gritty. Or Gritty. <laughs> so, um, I... I, I wish I could find the original tweet, but I was looking, I was on Twitter this morning and somebody posted a video and I watched it before I read what it was and I was absolutely horrified. And um, Spain has created a new mascot for their public transit system. Now, before I show you oh, no. this, how do you think... A, a municipality would conceptualize a public transit <sighs> mascot because uh, like anthropomorphized something or this is just yes. like yes it is I mean, anthrop- i'm thinking like a like a rail system kind of thing right like we're, you're we're, not we're talking like a thomas the tank engine kind of almost well maybe. um no, not really at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it is obviously uh, uh, a rail system, but I'm going to send the tweet, and you can just watch the video that's attached. Okay. Oh. Yeah, they're opening the door. 
fucking god. <laughs> now <sighs> for the listener. <laughs> Let me paint a picture for you. It is as if um Baymax from uh Big Hero 6 He's and dancing. And John Wayne Gacy in his oh clown clown makeup God. kind of were mashed together um, because it is an inflatable, a round inflatable thing with the shape of Baymax yes. uh, printed with all over two, it. Two weird ears. <laughs> yeah, we'll like... get to whatever the fuck is going on up at the top of the dome, dude. But over all over its body, it is like on a transit map, like the yeah. co- the like different colored yeah. lines with yeah. the stops and everything. And it looks kind of hyper futuristic, kind of like a weird. Well, it's like a Tron. not hyper. Yeah, like a Tron, like a, a bargain bin Tron costume. Yeah. Um, if somebody crossed a sumo suit and a Tron suit, this is what we got. Yeah, and it and his head. I, I don't know where where the eyes are. I, I get where the <laughs> mouth is. But it's got a horrifying, um, uh, like, fucking grin. Oh my gosh! Yes, all across his face. Truly terrifying. So yeah, and then he's got two like, uh, I guess they're sort of like rabbit ear situations that are green popping out of yeah. his head. The arms and legs, by the way, look like they are spray painted green. Yeah. Um, like that was an afterthought. <laughs> but yes. uh, people on the internet have already started creating fan art. Um, oh no yes they have um yeah the grin is horrific um the <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's just so fucking bad uh i will say uh he got moves he does have moves uh that booty jiggle um <laughs> what's even funnier about it is obviously their name uh is bu- well it's not pronounced bussy but mm-hmm. it sure looks like bussy there's a yassification oh, i guess man. it is supposed to be a rabbit because there's this because it's fast well no i don't know but somebody turned him into a rabbit uh if it's not supposed to be one i just sent a photo yeah uh, <laughs> of the furry art um uh. um but yeah it was very quick i saw this tweet it looks like this was this came out on the 23rd and there's already uh awful fan art uh that's hypersexualizing him. Oh yeah, and then the creepy <laughs> he looks like a horror character. <laughs> uh, I don't but know yeah. how somebody like creates this and then everyone's like, "Yep, that's as good as we can do." Well, yeah, I mean, like it looks like this was uh uh designed by committee almost. Where somebody was like, oh, yeah, okay, like, somebody do his hands and then somebody do his head. <laughs> yeah, like that game you used to play in like middle school where you oh, would yeah. start with like the feet and then you would fold the paper over and, and then you would make draw. a monster kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, the face is uh, just the most unsettling part. Yep. Um, I'm sure that if someone explained the intent of the design, we would go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Is that really what you need, though? You, do you need it to be explained to you in what should be a universal mos- right. mascot? Like, yeah, like like you said, it's not why not conceptual art? Yeah, it, and it looks like it. It looks like some weird modern art shit, and it should, like you said, be just a train or something yeah. like that, like a train with a big thumbs up. Yeah, people are saying there's another tweet here uh, that says in in bussy we trust. Uh, bussy, my beloved. I love Spanish yeah. bussy. 
Somebody said the pussy costume stays on during sex. <laughs> I don't know that it's going to have the um, wide appeal that someone like Gritty has. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, which also another truly horrifying mascot, but for totally different reasons. Like also looks like a potential like mass killer kind of thing. But well, the thing with the thing with gritty is he really stands out in a crowd and I don't know that the white and green it's, it feels a little hollow bussy. La bussy feels a (laughs) little hollow. You know what I mean? And so, um, like, I think that they started with the, like, what if one of these stops was a belly button? Sure. And that was it. <laughs> that was as far as the discussion went. And they're just like, get it to print. Like, somebody yeah. put a put a sketch together. Yeah. Like, you know, looking at Gritty or uh, Murphy, the Nerf guy. Yeah. Like, someone loved that creation. It, like a Dr. Frankenstein situation. Like, behold! <laughs> uh, and, like, Bussy, though, I don't know that anybody loved him when they were creating him. No. He sh- certainly loves to be alive, though. <laughs> I'm watching him dance in the background right now. It. Yes. <laughs> when he shakes his head, dude. Okay. <laughs> so that's <laughs> so that's Bussy. Um Oh, somebody else said, me and my friends would have killed Bussy with hammers. I can tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) So mixed reviews about La Bussy. Um, So I don't know if you saw this recently, um, but a new um, sort of horrible food trend has made its rounds on TikTok and on uh, Twitter. Uh Um, Butter boards. Have you seen these? No. I am intrigued. It is essentially a charcuterie board, Uh um, but just all butter, baby. Now, is it a slab of butter or multiple types of butter? Oh, it's it is one. (sighs) You're gonna show me a photo. Here, I'll send you a link. Uh, It was basically like somebody just takes a thing of butter and then spreads it all over a cutting board. And then puts like stuff on it, and then you're supposed to just drag bread through it as like now, a fun party thing. Now, um, John, did a oh. white person come up with this? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, they did. Um, Justine Dor- uh, Dorian created oh. this, uh, which I, I was looking at other things on Twitter that were saying that this has existed in a cookbook for years, and this is just like it's taking off for some reason. But um, she's a full-time Brooklyn-based recipe developer and blogger um, and did the first one of these. uh, And then it just took off. Uh, People loved it because for some reason, uh, you know, the next thing from a charcuterie board, which also people went nuts over over the pandemic because everybody loves a snack. They were so so annoying about it, Um, though. But yeah, it was just like insane and huge and all these things on it. And now it's butter, which like, honestly, ugh, it's just so there's so much yuck to this. Um, someone on Twitter said, uh, oh, and then they my, put, oh, oh, uh, oh, sorry, olive oil on top of the sure. butter. So yeah, cool. Because, uh, you know, you want two different kinds of things. Um, <laughs> is, I, am I the only one that sees these new butterboard trends and thinks, oh, joy, dragging my food through oxidized fats mixed with other people's spit and finger grease? Yeah, listen, man, I'm I'm all for a nice sourdough loaf with yeah. a big, thick piece of butter and some yep. finishing salt. Absolutely. But 
I don't want it spread out in a sort of confectioner's like uh, I don't even know what it's called like all fancy look it just makes butter look gross because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day butter is gross um any most dairy products are gross and I consume all of them but every day I want it in a place like stationary like uh, on the thing controls on the thing i'm about to take a big bite of i don't want it on like the person said on a board where people are just breathing on it other folks yeah just putting their putting their stuff in it yeah and then and then we're back you know what this reminds me of it's like the fucking avocado toast bullshit like when that fucking blew up and then a bunch of boomers started being like, well, maybe you'd be able to afford housing and healthcare if you didn't eat all that yeah. avocado toast. I feel like, yeah. guys, we didn't learn with avocado toast. They're just going to use this for fodder to blame our financial woes on butterboards. And in like, this case, they will be correct because you're just wasting. <laughs> like, are you going to sit? You're, you're, you're going to sit there and tell me that you are going to sit and eat all an that entire butter? thing of butter. Or worse, scrape it off the board. Oh, yeah, when it's all, like, warm and just little. The other thing, too, about butter, like, I'm not one to put it in the freezer because I like it to be spreadable at basically uh-huh. any time of the day whenever I want that, that slice of bread or that toast. And so you can leave butter out. Like, it, it doesn't have anything in it that's going to, like, rot and mold, right? Like, yeah, that's the thing stable. about butter. So Yeah, it's shelf-stable. But if you get even one tiny crumb in your butter dish and you don't address it that shit stinks to high heaven baby within a couple of days i can't even imagine what would happen with this bullshit just all of the microscopic fungus and dust particles and bacteria floating on it and then you're gonna try and save it dude get rid of it what are we (laughs) doing this is so wasteful yeah. Um, the only thing that I did see that was like, no, not even to say it. <laughs> I take it back. Because <laughs> like I'm, I'm honestly, I'm. This is coming from a level of like purist of uh-huh. like I, I just want to have like a little dish, yes, of butter, yeah, and then my bread, and then I'm mm-hmm. gonna take that, just put it on the butter, or yeah, put the, and that's it. I don't. I want a tiny little, like the smallest little, like knife that I can have, just so I can control it. Just put it exactly where I want that butter on every bite. Um, I also really hate the way, uh, uh, and and this has been going on for basically since like food uh, recipes have been a thing. But the way people talk about these types of recipes, like mm-hmm. there's a link in that article you sent um, that goes to an Instagram of them making this fucking atrocious looking butterboard and it says uh butterboards are going viral and you need to know the best way to make one and it's like no i don't no i'm good i actually don't need to because you've done it and i've seen it and i hate it so get this off of the internet god there's other photos of it and it's just like a pile of garbage it's just why like well, well, that's what, that's the other thing. It feels like you make one of these. I mean, charcuterie in general feels like, okay, I have all this leftover salami and cheese that there's yeah. not enough to make a sandwich. I don't know. I'll cut it up into smaller pieces, put it on a board and, and call it like a fancy meal. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love like we were raised on this shit. Are you kidding me with the fucking Lunchables? Lunchables. It like it's, we're <laughs> just ingrained in us to have a snack plate. And so yes. like. Put it together, put it on a little cutting board, you're you're set. Totally. But I'm not just 
dragging shit. Yeah, like this and this butter thing feels like we've we've gotten so in the weeds with using all of our leftovers that now it's like, mm -hmm. oh shit, I have like two dozen of those red chili flake uh, packets from round table. Right. What do I do with them? Oh, yeah. I'll just put it on a butter board. I mm -hmm. have that half fused lemon in the fridge that yeah. God knows when I'm going to use that next. Put I guess I'll use board. some of that shavings on the butter board. And it's yeah. just like, none of it makes sense. You're just putting trash on a pretty versatile. I don't know if I would call it a condiment, but a versatile food item I, I would say well yeah it, it, it's many things right that's what it i'm saying many things but like it's just you're making one good thing and you're turning it into garbage <laughs> yeah and I, let's face it the butter ain't cheap you know butter is you're not just, cheap you're gonna waste like uh six dollars worth of butter on the thing yeah this sucks i hate i hate the internet's fucking obsession with food recipes and like trying to blow people's minds look yeah. what i did with my butter <laughs> 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 fuck i want to quickly this might be the longer the longest segment that we do uh or longest thing we talk about because um it, it's about a person um do you know john who uh christian walker is no i don't think so so um he was brought to my attention maybe like a year ago uh on tiktok and he is a influencer i guess okay. he is a gay black man who is also extremely conservative and okay he has sort of gained traction for the hot takes uh that he mm. posts in videos um he also i guess i should say his dad is a uh ultra conservative christian uh footballer like football player like for the nfl i believe okay um oh, oh oh i'm looking at it so his dad is herschel walker who is herschel walker currently running for senate yes um, retired nfl uh player yes uh, <clears throat> in the state of georgia against um uh rafael warnock who yes. he's just going to get destroyed by. Yes. Um, but so he comes from a, uh, a background of awful people. Um, and he's very op out. He's very flamboyant. I think he mm -hmm. would even agree to that. He like uh, posts, I think he does like makeup uh, tutorials and things like that. And he's very fashionable. But during the gas stuff, he posted a photo to Instagram where he is wearing uh, a Givenchy hoodie. Okay. And I can't tell what kind of vehicle he's driving, but it's probably like a Range Rover or something. And uh, I think it is, uh, let's see, it's like a 21 gallons. He's talking about uh, how much money he had to pay. And it says, okay, this isn't funny anymore. $98 while Joe takes his afternoon naps and vacation at his beach house. Gas prices and inflation are soaring. I hope everyone who voted against mean tweets, I don't know what that means, and for cliches like unity is taking five minutes to think about their actions. Do better next time. Americans shouldn't have to spend a billion dollars to get to work in the morning. Now, for those of you who don't know what Givenchy is, it is yeah, an extremely high-end luxury fashion brand where it's 
thousands of dollars probably for like, well, not maybe the hoodie he's wearing, but for like some of their clothing. So he is rich. He comes from yeah. a rich, wealthy family that can afford $98 to fill up their Range Rover. Uh-huh. And people <clears throat> saw the video and the Instagram post of him wearing these very expensive clothes, complaining about the $98 and inflation. And uh, somebody tweets, let's give Herschel's son, Christian Walker, the attention he so desperately needs as he pumps gas in a Givenchy hoodie that costs as much as a month's rent. It's uh, uh, $1,300 for hoodie. $1,300 for the hoodie he's wearing. Um, and then... Unbelievable. Uh, and then his Christian Walker's response to this was Democrats care more about my sweatshirt than the fact that they voted for a nut job president who's hurting the working class. Wow. So there's a <laughs> So there's a lot <laughs> you fucking know what the working class is. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of dog whistling, there's a lot of mental gymnastics going on and a lot of hypocrisy yes. with literally every word that comes out of this person's mouth. So that's kind of Christian Walker just as a human being. Um, and uh, low and like, needless to say, it's, it's the fascinating thing with somebody like Christian Walker is the fact that they are a conservative person and they are not only of one minority group, but mm-hmm. of two minority groups. Yeah. Um, he is gay and black and conservative. So I don't know how people like this reconcile those ideologies in oh, their I, brains you got money. you got okay yeah no go yeah, for it. take the floor please clear it's this money. up for me because i'm so confused money oh fuck oh dude um, fuck yes, c- yeah. because like what um because nobody in <clears throat> none, none of these people like really believe these things it's just all that stuff like gives them shit loads of money because like all that's it's just it's money in the pockets right um, so, damn yeah you're money. right it really just boils down to to money huh yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many conservative people that are against gay marriage and then end up being outed as gay themselves or, like, against, you know, all, all yeah. of these things. It's just, it's, you know, it's it's, it's smoke and mirrors to just line their pockets with the other people's cash. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but, like, there's still a part of me that is, like, okay, if it's about money, like, he is rich. And, mm-hmm. well, if, if it's one of those things where it's, like, he doesn't actually believe any of the shit that he's talking about, um... Why, why live in that hateful oppression, like oppressors life? Like that just sounds miserable to me. And that's the thing that I can't reconcile, I guess. Not so much why they, they say they have these ideologies and these opinions. It's more like that just sounds like a miserable way to live. Totally. At the end of the day. Like why not, why not lead with love guys? I just yeah. don't get it. Just open but, your heart and uh, think about yourself and other people's positions for one minute. Exactly. Yeah, it's called empathy. Um, yeah. But but all that being said, it kind of leads perfectly into what happened with him recently was he moved. Uh, he lived in Los Angeles, of course, um, but he recently moved to Florida and because he was like talking about, uh, well, here's a tweet. I moved across the country because of this man. He's talking about the Governor DeSantis. Thank you, Governor DeSantis, for making sure kids are protected at schools. Okay. Um, thank you, Governor DeSantis, for protecting businesses and people's jobs. And thank you, Governor DeSantis, for keeping Florida free. Best decision ever. And then there's a photo of him with DeSantis. Um, okay. 
And this was, uh, let's see, two months ago. So uh, September, uh, what is that? Uh, April? No, I can't do fucking, I can't do calendar. Um, (laughs) He moved to Florida two months prior to this tweet in September. Um, And he said, it feels nice to not have to worry about stepping in human poop on the street when I go for a walk. So we know where his priorities kind of lie. Yeah. Um, he's inconvenienced by just um, problems that every state and city has. Yes. Um, and he just decided to uh, move. Fuck it. Peace. I'm out. Instead of um, maybe potentially contributing. Using to, some of his wealth and influence to yeah. do do something. Do, yeah. Make change in your own town. Be, yeah. be the positive energy that you need to be. Um, so, uh, it, it is now probably getting crushed by a hurricane. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, this is a couple of days old at this point, but yeah, God knows what the fuck is going, how he feels about Florida with yeah, the hurricanes now. So happy about this move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he posted a couple of days ago, a different video with a very different outlook on his move. Oh, um, which, uh, says in a subsequent posting he said quote i feel like i'm going through the worst breakup of my life that's the best way uh to describe the feeling i love la so much i'm heartbroken i'm sure this is a transition period and i'll feel better soon see you at starbucks tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) um and then that's that was a tweet i believe or a caption from one of the videos yeah but then he posted a video where he is sobbing Talking into the camera, talking about how moving to Florida was the worst decision he ever made, how homesick he hmm. was. Um, he says, uh, <laughs> he real. oh no, I'm sorry. This is a comment from the video. He realized conservatives only like him as an online token and not in real life, LMAO. Um, another person, almost like he was sheltered in California and Florida is showing him the truth of people with similar mindsets as him. Yeah. So... Yeah. This is this is um I I don't <sighs> I don't want to say it's justified and I don't I can't speak to exactly the experience that he had mm-hmm. but I can probably make a pretty educated guess that he moved yeah. to Florida as a gay black man and immediately got called the F slur and the G slur and the N word like I'm sure yeah. he, almost immediately he realized Oh no! What ev- everyone hates all of the things about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's again, it's just that thing of I don't. It's the sheltered thing for sure. Living in California, it's a much more it's a, accepting. It's a bubble for sure. It it's is, a bubble, you know. And not, I, I don't even want to say all of California. Like San Francisco and L.A. and even specific parts of L.A. Yeah, is is you're safe if you are a certain demographic, right? Like where I grew up in in California, good luck, good yeah. luck being a gay black man, because it's not much better than some places in Florida, and so it's like this all over the place. But living in L.A., living in San Francisco, it is a bubble for sure, and I get yeah. that that's probably a lot of it. But the level of delusion to think that you're going to be able to live the same or similar yeah. lifestyle in a place. On the other side of the country that is known for being extremely homophobic and racist. Yeah. And 
I mean, it's just like you get what you pay for, kind of. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like, I, um, what is the word for that? Um, consequences. <laughs> um, you know, I yeah. couldn't think of the word myself, yeah. and it was a really long-winded way for me to say it was consequences. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, there was the fucking around uh, section of um, what he was doing, and now it is the finding out. And now he's out finding out. Um, but there are a couple other tweets. Uh, another person said, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Florida has reminded him that he's black and gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that that's really it right there. We anxiously await the return to California post that will inevitably be coming uh, post-haste. He has said and done other awful things um, on TikTok, and it almost feels kind of like... At a certain point, he's just trolling almost like sure. some of it is just so outlandish. The shit he says, but um, he's not a good person. And um, yeah, don't don't yeah. follow him. I or, wish I I wish I had uh, his dad's quote in front of me, but um, he was talking about going up against uh, Warnock in a debate and basically mm-hmm. saying that um, he was not a smart man and that he was just going to get. Destroyed. I saw that shit. Yes. So his entire platform of his uh, current <laughs> campaign I'm not, is very, like, I'm not a very smart I'm guy. I'm not a very bright man. I'm not it's a very like, bright man, and I don't talk and, so oh, good. He's got, all, he's got all those nice suits, and he's just oh, going to yeah, destroy yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> just straight up admitting it. Yeah, he's like, I'm just, I'm not going to do well. <laughs> At least like, well, his dad has more self awareness <laughs> than his son. Fuck. Yeah. I Oof. guess that skipped a generation. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, let's see. I have, I've got one more that I can share here, uh, cool. which I can, I just recently came across this, uh, hot off the presses as of yesterday. Um, a Frida Kahlo draw drawing was destroyed <laughs> to make NFTs. I saw this headline and skipped it because it pissed me off. Oh uh, yeah. 100%. Almost immediately. Um, so this is uh, a Mexican entrepreneur, um, who, decided that he was going to create 10,000 NFTs out of uh, a free-to-call-a drawing that he owns. Um, okay. And he did this huge stunt. So it's, uh, Martin Mobarak uh, decided to have like this big, he did a video of it. It's horrendous uh, online. <laughs> it is there's so much pomp and circumstance and now, he's got this now, little it- table. <laughs> Go on. Is it horrendous because of the production value or horrendous because of the act of burning a priceless piece of art? Both and his outfit. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is wearing this like gaudy, uh, like glittery rainbow sparkly jacket. Oh, it's terrible. I um, mean, that sounds kind of badass to me. Here, I'll, I'll send you a quick <laughs> yeah, screenshot. Let me, yeah, of let this. me get, uh, get, get a taste of this. Get a little, a, a little nugget here. Um, but he is um setting up this act essentially that he is doing and he has a little table and he is uh talking to the people about it and he has uh armed security that okay. is bringing out the the priceless work of art that they are in f- like flak jackets essentially like uh escorting oh. him but why? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, but he does this whole show and for some reason also puts... So he takes... He's got the framed photo, shows uh-huh. everybody. There's cameras everywhere. Uh, he does this whole thing of taking it out 
of the frame with a screw driver or whatever. Yeah, that's the screenshot like. you said. Yeah. Um, and then he puts it in a martini glass full of ice. Okay. Uh, which no, I also I sent you a photo of. I see of. that. Um, and then he lights it on fire and it just goes up in flames. Um, <clears throat> okay. I thought this was going to be a much larger uh, piece of art. Yeah. But it looks like it's drawn on a postcard. Yeah, it's very small. It is um, an ink and uh, watercolor piece. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it is, well, he claims that it's valued at $10 million, um, which there's absolutely no way. <laughs> yeah, art, art critics are saying that that's wildly inflated. Um, and they're also, so there's two things at play here. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, lots of things. First, uh, he, Mexican authorities say that he may have broken the law um, because it is destroying a, uh, what was it, um, an artistic monument. And yeah. it is a crime to intentionally damage something like that. Um, I That was like the first thing I thought of uh, when you said that he is also a Mexican uh, citizen. I was yeah. like, wait, hang on. That seems like, I don't know, uh, like an Italian billionaire well, is Picasso Italian? Shit, is Picasso Italian? Where's yes. Picasso from? Uh, it'd be like if somebody there burned a Picasso. Like, it just seems like you're not supposed to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, people are fucking pissed about it. And so, like, this is all essentially just a money-making scheme that he's trying to do. Uh, because of course. He's sold 10,000. He's trying to sell 10,000 of them at uh, three Ethereum which is i think what is it roughly like oh god 4, do we have to do four thousand dollars right now we have to do math again yeah um i can the, already tell though that uh oh no i guess that would be more than what he yeah, said he's, it was he's worth. looking to get like 40 million dollars out of it basically so i see um, okay so <laughs> yes this, there's that there's the money making scheme uh people are also saying that it's possibly not fucking real um, um because yeah why would he do that? Why would he destroy uh, like a, a potentially $10 million piece of art? But there's also things that um, people are saying that he doesn't have necessarily the right uh, documentation to prove that it is real because right. there are a lot of fakes that exist in the world. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it past a, you said he's a billionaire or something, right? Uh, um, it just says entrepreneur. I have no idea oh, what entrepreneur. his worth is. Um, okay. Well then that makes this even sketchier because just calling somebody an entrepreneur is kind of red flags immediately mm -hmm. on top of the fact that they're pulling some stunt like this. That's like clearly supposed to piss people off. Yeah. Um, and on top of that is also supposed to be some sort of money-making scheme where he's going to double his money four times over. Like, yeah, uh, but I, <laughs> but I can also see somebody being dumb enough to not one, keep any kind of documentation if it was real in a safe and secure place to um, not understand the cultural significance of such an art piece, even if it is from your own culture. I mean, we live in America. Shit like this happens all the time mm -hmm. um, where some dummy gets really rich and then fucks up just in the most grandiose way possible. Yeah. Um, so... So, yeah, here, here are the things. It says NFT holders will receive a high-resolution image front oh, and back cool. of the drawing, a copy of the quote-unquote certificate of authenticity, and animated GIFs. Uh, wow. 
and he's trying to usher in the transition of Kahlo's work into the metaverse. Uh, his vision is to introduce Frida's work to the metaverse and leverage her powerful likeness to bring together a community of collectors, creators, and art lovers on a mission to merge the world of traditional art with expanding the potential of digital art. Ugh, no, thank you, sir. Uh, apparently, he has uh, his proof is a piece of paper signed by a Mexican art dealer that was dated on the morning of the burning. Um, and the only way to actually authenticate the piece, he burned. So, um, yeah, that's convenient that the only thing that could have actually made it uh, a real thing, um, he decided to light on fire. But, you know, this is not like the first time that art people have tried to do stunts like this. Um, yeah, I mean, the most, uh, the one I can think of off the top of my head was the Banksy, where they built in the shredder mm -hmm. and destroyed it. But, like, that's, that's, that was performance it, art. That wasn't, like, sure. Uh, yeah, know. again, it's, it's, that was performance art, and it was the artist themselves destroying their own artwork. Like, yeah. But mm -hmm. this is, if it's real, um, atrocious. It is awful and um they should be arrested <laughs> for, for this yeah um i mean this is ongoing it, it may may still be a thing where he has to either produce some sort of um actual documentation or i don't know i mean what what really can you do it's up to the people whether or not they buy it or not you know yeah He's, it's like the same thing if i like did a pencil drawing and said that you know fucking I don't know if Rembrandt did it or something like that. And then be like, Oh, well I burned it. Right. Right. Like I, I do love, uh, like fake art in a way. Like there was a, a really great documentary about, um, like an incredible art forger. And he was basically just in, uh, like a shop in China producing like, perfect rothko's like perfect pollocks and passing them off as real damn a perfect pollock that's like that's <laughs> wild dude he got yeah. every drop of paint got just everyone. perfect yeah but he was just like some guy who loved to paint and did it and like uh people bought them for millions and millions of dollars and were completely fooled by them and i kind of fucking want one <laughs> like yeah i, I mean I that would be sick i think it's even more fun now that there's like uh, somebody who's famous for forging famous paintings. Like, I want that now. I mean, there is almost a level of skill to recreate something, especially like a fucking Pollock painting. Yeah. Um, to like almost perfection. That seems like more, like more talent than Pollock himself with his big paint can and a hole in the bottom, mm -hmm. spinning it around on a string. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. I would rather have one of those fakes than an original Pollock. That's what I'm talking about, man. I think it's great. So the documentary is called Made You Look, and ah. it is phenomenal. Um, well, um, I have one last uh, story to talk about. Um, I'm a little late on this one, but that's okay. This isn't necessarily a, a trending uh, <laughs> show anyway. But um, there, um, I think, well, apparently it started in 2021. There was a TikTok craze, mm. according to the news, which Love that's always, yeah, that's always like, eh, we'll see about this. Um, something called the Kia Boys. Now, 
have you heard anything about this? I don't think so. No. This Are we flu- talking about those little hamsters? <laughs> no. <laughs> the the Kia Soul hamsters? Yeah. By the way though, those guys are fucking Just cool as chilling. shit. So I love chilling. those little hamsters. Well, they're not little. They're actually quite large. No, terrifyingly so. <laughs> um, so this flew way under my radar. I'm not even sure how. I can't remember how I came across it. If if I randomly, the algorithm was like, ah, we'll try to give him this video. Yeah. Um, Just test it. See. Just testing it out. And I was like, what the fuck is the Kia boys? So, um, the Kia boys is basically, it's not, despite the name of the trend, it is a trend. It is not like a singular group of people. It is many groups of people doing the Kia boys challenge. Um, and it's basically just grand theft auto, like Mm. the, the crime, uh got it where you just steal a kia and you you drive it around and (laughs) (laughs) they've really escalated like we've talked about the teams going wild in the past but goddamn now it's like we're getting like five to ten years yeah we were at misdemeanors like early on and now we're like up into federal level kind of stuff jesus christ and i there's a full i recommend people go watch a guy made a documentary and posted it on youtube where he talked to some people I think it's in Milwaukee um, and they have masks on and he blurs out some of their faces, but he talks to them and then watches them steal cars and drive them down the road. Like in like joy rides, hanging out of the cars, almost hitting people, almost hitting other cars. So not only is it grand theft auto, the crime, it is potential like attempted manslaughter and property damage in some cases. Jesus Christ. But this all started because uh, certain uh, model years of Kias and Hyundai's uh, (laughs) some of those ones too. So, but Hyundai boys doesn't roll off the tongue like Kia boys does. Yeah. Um, Certain model years of these cars, there is like a flaw in the locking mechanism of the ignition and steering column. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. There was also a thing with Toyotas too. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so this is a a, a thing that uh, I assume through maybe nefarious groups of folks who do these crimes for personal gain. It probably got out, right? Yeah. Like people found out, and then it fucking some guy filmed themselves showing you how to do it. There's like a whole like tutorial TikTok of a guy with a, all you need is a USB drive. And what's the other thing you need? Like one other thing, like a ballpoint pen or some shit. Crazy. And you just pop off like the front of the ignition, the starter mm. shove <clears throat> a USB stick into it and it will start the car. Oh my gosh. And, um, so that's what a bunch of these, and, and it's a lot of younger folks uh, doing this and stealing their cars and videotaping themselves and posting it to TikTok. The hashtag uh, Kia boys was banned or removed from TikTok. Sure. Um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and I think the other interesting thing about this story is after the documentary that's on YouTube, some, they used... <laughs> Uh, uh, law enforcement officials use mm-hmm. that video yeah. to track down 
some of these people and arrested them. Right. Yeah. Naturally. It was, yeah, it, it seemed like it was mostly happening in Milwaukee of all places. I'm not sure why what's going on in milwaukee yeah. is the highest selling car there i guess <laughs> something um so yeah they're equipped with electronic engine immobilizers there is also a class action lawsuit across the country that accuses the manufacturers of failing to install these immobilizers on the earlier models making those older models easy targets for thieves uh police are finding stolen kias uh, just all around town, just like <laughs> fucking wrapped around trees, run into fire hydrants. God. It's crazy, but it got so bad, this trend that Kia is providing steering wheel locks for free to all of their customers Incredible. who have these cars. Um, so, uh, yeah, dude, the Kia boys are out there. Uh, lock up your Kia's. Uh, yeah, get, get one. Get the uh, what, what was the thing from the nineties? I was trying to think about what the fuck it was called. The claw. The claw. The claw. I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Kia boys, dude. I I don't know. I missed it for a year, and then all of a sudden it was like, holy shit, this is nuts. There are so many videos of kids. Yeah, that's stealing Kias. Than the the Toyota thing, because the Toyota thing was like '90s models, and the key was just basically the same on all of them. Because <laughs> right. a buddy told me this story that he like was supposed to move his friend's car when he was out of town, and he's like, "Can you just like make sure it doesn't get any tickets, like street cleaning that kind of thing?" And the guy uh-huh. came back because he did it. He went and moved the car uh, a couple times. And his friend came back. He's like, what the fuck, man? Like, I got all these tickets. What are you doing? He's like, no. I... And then they like went to look at the car. He's like, oh, oh that wasn't God. the car that I moved. <laughs> <laughs> so he like accidentally, he accidentally stole somebody's car for a little That's bit. incredible. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Uh, Kia Boys is crazy. Again, I, I, I hate to say it in two episodes in a row, but teens have gone wild. Uh, crazy out there they have gone quite crazy uh this is too much i i don't like i i can't fathom doing this as a teenager this is like beyond the line like i was so afraid of cops back then that i would never steal a car holy shit yeah um but yeah that's kia boys and i think that's our show actually so thank you Um, thanks everybody Yes, we appreciate you. Thank you to uh, our newest Patreon uh, patron. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, this show is basically now being made for you and you alone. <laughs> <laughs> We're so um, excited to have you. Thank you very much. But for everybody else, please go uh, like and follow uh, us. Hit that bell and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And we will see you uh, a different time and also good luck, good out, luck there. out there <laughs> god and everyone wanted to know which president was the true throat goat and <laughs> okay i do remember this and they are all some sort of eldritch monsters of yore Right. <laughs> yeah. She was also selling videos of her farting in the jar. I okay. hate this so much. I hate everything yeah. about this. Uh huh. Yeah. Security's <laughs> covered.